0: And welcome back to Greatest What's On Tracks. It's K.U.
1: Oh, it's a good day. We're singing the song, and it's a good day. We're moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything go wrong? Turn my headphones up. Y'all ready?
0: Let's do it.
2: This is all you Radio. I mean, look,
0: did you think this was an accident? All of this right here? premeditated, partner.
1: I'm Johnny McKeon. You got nothing on me, right? Nothing.
3: And with me is Mr. Doom and Bloom. Hey, dummy. I'm Sasha Bloom. <sighs> Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand
0: fast. Let's start the show. And this is All You Radio. I'm Johnny McKeon. With me in studio, my friend, not yours, Sasha Bloom. Hello, good people. Sasha, hey. how you doing today?
3: I uh, I need a lady. You yes. need a lady? I need a lady. Oh dear! What <laughs> happened now? Whose oh, body did you hide? Yeah, right. <laughs> what have you done? I got inspired, sir, by Breaking Bad. And bro, really? <laughs> no, I haven't watched the episode yet.
0: I haven't. I haven't watched either. I need to watch that. I have to report on that later tonight. <laughs> um, Sasha, so much crazy stuff's going on, man. Where do we begin? I mean, well,
3: the University of Utah and KU Radio did a m- performed fantastic today by raising money for children with cancer for cut hair for cuts or whatever it was called <laughs> <laughs> I'm hosting it no idea what it's called but we raised a bunch of money for children with cancer so I'm gonna give myself a, congratulations. a, a applaud congratulations Thank you, sir <laughs> really would have happened without me so yeah you were efficient <laughs> with it too. we were able to get in on time <laughs> yes sir <laughs> So, what have you been up to? What's going on?
0: Oh, man, just been just been kind of been all over the place. I mean, I've been like... Okay, so did you see this that viral video of the girl twerking on the door?
3: They caught her cell phone fire? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel fabricated that video.
3: Oh, bummer. You should be fired. Can you believe that? What a liar.
0: He tricked... That was a stunt girl. Because I remember I was talking to Kim Fisher at ABC. We were watching the video in, yeah. the, in between... You know, on our break, which is highly irresponsible, whatever, it's news. No, and uh, she's a broadcaster. Yeah. And um, we were watching it, and uh, I kept asking her, like, it it, it, it didn't sit well with me, uh-huh. the video. Like, there was parts of it that bothered me. The part that bothered me the most was, number one, why didn't she lock the door?
2: <laughs> <You> sure.
0: <laughs> number two, why were there so many candles in the middle of the day? <laughs> number three, why would she do it that close to a glass table? And then number four, how does her pants light on fire?
3: Well... How do you not stop,
0: drop, and roll? Yeah. Yeah, exactly, Sasha. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've been learning that since then. If I lit you on fire, you'd be rolling real quick. No, I'd just be smooth. But. <laughs> <laughs> you just brush your shoulders off? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Slowly put out the fire. Uh-huh. I sincerely doubt. Now I, now I want to light you on fire <laughs> just to see what <laughs> you'll do.
3: <laughs> Please. Does that make me a bad person? No, it makes you a human being who hates redheads. So, so if you guys
0: think I should light Sasha on yeah, fire. Twitter us. <laughs> Twitter us. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter us at Johnny McKeon. That's M C K E O N. You could uh, Twitter Sasha at Mister Underscore Bloom. That's B L U M E. You can hit us up on our Facebook page at Old Ute Radio with Johnny McKeon and Sasha Bloom. You can email us at olduteradio at gmail dot com. And please, like, when you email us, some people have been emailing just like swear words. You know, like <laughs> get off the air. You guys suck. Like, like tweet. Like, email us something that we can read on air. Because, like, all these swear words, I'm not allowed. This is FCC regulated.
3: We can't swear. Well, you ca- I can swear in Hebrew if you want. Uh, I'd rather <laughs> not risk it. <laughs> I can work on my Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> we have breaking news, sir. Yeah, let's hear this breaking news. All right. WWE.com is reporting that Jim Ross has retired from WWE to focus on his personal business endeavors. Ross has been with the company off and on for over 20 years. Holy cow. You know who Jim Ross is. No idea. (laughs) You have no idea. No idea. He's the color commentator. Oh, okay. He's been
0: there. I watch their stuff on mute. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I do. I do.
3: Oh Well, for the two people on campus that enjoy wrestling, I've learned that Utah is one of the lowest-supporting WWE states in the union. Is it really? Yeah.
0: You sure about that? Yeah. So wait, like, are their ticket
3: sales low? Do you think? Or? Oh, I've been to three live shows, and they have never sold out. Really? Yeah, maybe five thousand people.
0: But they have such a huge like amateur wrestling. I know. Like scene. Oh, by the way, we—I know an amateur wrestler. We're gonna get him on.
3: That'll be fun. Well, let me get to my kettlebell training yeah, first, yeah. sir. Get your, ke- get your <laughs> kettlebells, do I your close grip push-ups. Yeah, let me uh, work on my ankle locks a little bit, <laughs> my my belly-to-belly suplexes, and All right. I'll be ready to have them in. All right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome.
0: We're also maybe having a uh, some cosplayers from Comic-Con. They might come by also with... In the next couple of weeks yeah, to we talk to, about what happened. Are they going to dress up? Yeah, maybe. We I could did. I could see.
3: Yeah. Well, we might have to bring in DJ Fallasia to uh, dress up too then. Yeah, that would be cool. She was tooting her horn last night it about m- how she's a cost dresser-upper. Yeah, by the way, yeah. speaking of that, tell us about your new show again. It's uh, Fill in the Blank from 5 to 8 o'clock on Tuesdays. I work with the most talented woman on campus, DJ Fallasia. She, she's a smart cookie. She's she's, she's she's clever. She's a clever girl. I have a big crush on her, (laughs) on her intellect. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sasha, keeping it real. Every time I send her a text, um, you know, because we text about the show, I always sign off with hashtag not a creepy ginger. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) You know, I don't want to scare her.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So, um, in other news and kind of more on a sad note, today is 9-11. Yes, sir. And uh, you know, uh, President Barack Obama made a speech earlier. Uh, I was wondering if you could cue that up. I can do that yeah. right
3: now. Uh, why is it only saying it's fifteen seconds? That's weird. It shouldn't say that. Well, that's what it's giving me, sir. Okay. Well, then just <laughs> go to YouTube and just pull okay. it up. Um s- Where were you on nine eleven?
0: You know, that's interesting. I was. Uh, it was my freshman year of high school. So how old were you? I would be. I was. Uh, I was young. I think I was like thirteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I graduated really young because of the way my birthday ends in June.
3: It's the speech today, correct?
0: Yeah. Nine. Just do nine eleven thirteen Barack Obama speech. Uh, you had it down to three minutes.
3: There t- I have fourteen minutes here.
0: Nope, that's not it. Okay.
3: Hold on. Go ahead yeah.
0: and talk. Yeah. So um way. yeah no I could talk about it. So I was uh, It was an interesting day because if I remember correctly, nine eleven was on a Tuesday. Yeah, and I had to wear my ROTC uniform that day.
3: Oh boy!
0: Yeah, and it was it was interesting. Like we, like I woke up because I always get up extra early on Tuesdays because I got to iron the uniform, make sure it looks nice, make sure it looks crisp because we get graded on it in ROTC. For those of you who don't know, ROTC was the uh, it was an Air Force program at my high school. It was called Recruiters on the Campus, and um, yeah, it, it was a uh, it was really surreal, you know like wearing that uniform and seeing the towers fall and well, knowing what that uniform meant and what it meant to other people, you know?
3: You were at a school. Yeah. What was the reaction uh, with peers? Because I was... This is We,
0: a- for some reason, I know exactly what you're going to say. Yeah, like some of the peers, like there was lots of rumors going around. The teachers didn't really know what to do. They were kind of panicked and flushed. It was the first time I'd ever seen like an adult really not know what to do.
3: Did they cancel school?
0: No, they they kept school going, and um, there was reports that planes were going to be flying to San Francisco, sure. to Los Angeles. We had no clue, you know, we had no clue how many planes people had. These people, like, we didn't know who they were, what was going on. I was in college.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow! Yeah, and uh, I think I was a sophomore, maybe like first semester sophomore. And I had a seven o'clock computer class, and I was coming out of that, and there's hundreds of people in the cafeteria just looking at the paper. It was the weirdest thing, because they canceled school, yep. they put the school on lockdown, yep. and the weird thing was, is people were starting to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Like, there were a lot of students that were totally supportive of this atrocity. And I never understood it. And even since now, 12 years later, I, you type in nine eleven on the internet, and the first thing to come up is a conspiracy video. hmm And we've been in war ever since then. And, you know, I don't see this as a day of celebration. It's a day of grievance, and I don't think the world's gotten healthier since that day.
0: No, it definitely hasn't, but I think it's just, it's a day of just remembrance, you know? It's, it's, it's an anniversary in the true sense of the word, like we are reminded about like why you know the world is the way it is now
3: yeah we we were bombing places today too yeah and other places were getting bombed and i really never in my wildest ideas in 2001 believed that in 2013, we'd still be in war.
0: Yeah, because you were a lot older than me. So
3: like you had 21.
0: Yeah, so you had like a a better perspective of the world. Like I was like worried about football practice and who I was gonna go to homecoming with. see, it
3: was the weirdest thing because in 2001, I had just got selected to a top five department in Middle East studies at the University of Utah, one of the most exclusive departments in the world. I mean, it was a better program than Harvard was mm-hmm. a better program than berkeley's or hebrew university and so i was there did you just cut my mic no 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 I <laughs> <laughs> okay and so they were the whole industry changed in middle east studies because we were able to talk about everything from a real human conscious to a negative racial approach and on september 13th everything changed our curriculum changed because at the U, most of the kids were Middle Eastern in the Middle Eastern program. You know, they were princes. They were people Saudis and stuff. Oh, Saudis, uh, uh, people from Qatar, from uh, Yemen, all over the place. And within a month, they just started disappearing. Really? Uh, getting kicked out of the country. And we Whoa, really? Yeah. And we, we were losing people left and right. And so our program of 200 of the smartest kids in the world really got down to about 75 80 kids and they were all white kids and you couldn't have political discussions because you'd get that one kid that would say oh if the muslims were going yeah. to war well i mean um, it was even worse
0: back then because like kids were like like uh, they said something like all the fairies are going to die in frisco when yeah. the plane hits them like i remember a kid in my class said that and my teacher made him leave i could see that yeah he kicked him right out
3: and the weirdest thing, and I actually still have all my books from that time period, yeah, a priori to September 11th, when you'd see pictures of Muslims, most of them were in genuflect or praying, right? That was yeah. the picture you'd see or you'd see a big community of Muslims uh, having feasts or celebrating Ramadan or doing something festive. And the picture was more of a positive picture. And mm-hmm. so... The next semester, flip it to spring 2013, all the books, all my Middle Eastern books, you'd open them up, and they'd have men with yeah. guns up in the air, and there would be a circle of men with fl- the American flag burning. And so The all pictures
0: we see every day on the news now. Yeah, and so all yeah. these
3: pictures of a positive human culture, the culture that brought us algebra and modern medicine yeah. and brain surgery, all went into a conflagration of violence and anti-Americanism. And this is at a – this is a, it wasn't a Pac-12 school then. Yeah. But at a major university, the, the subversive violence that everyday white kids and Americans were seeing of this great prominent culture, yeah. uh, that's one of the reasons why I left the U.
0: You know, it's interesting because I learned about Islam in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Like we did a very extensive – actually, I learned about it twice because we had two teachers in one year. One got fired and the other one got brought on. Mm-hmm. And – the the way we learned about muslims is a stark contrast to how they're portrayed now like back in eighth grade before a year before 9 11 back in 2000 when i learned about muslims it was a very different culture like there was no mention of like war or like craziness they focused on like the four pillars of islam you know the philanthropy the peace like you know we, we learned what ramadan was and now like it's so different
3: i mean the worst imagery of muslims you got on television, before Hot Shots Part due yeah, was Rambo, Rambo yeah. 3. And even then, they showed the hospi- hospitable side of that culture. Mm-hmm. And kind of showed that how they were being taken advantage of by the Russians and the CIA in that yeah. movie. But now you can't find anything decent.
0: Well, no, because, and also, like, one of my favorite books that I ever read is, you know, The Autobiography of Malcolm X, which is, you know, a pretty big, infl- has a pretty, <laughs> Islam's mentioned well, quite a, a bit.
3: he was a 5% Muslim man. He wasn't, um, you know, a pre- at the yeah. beginning of his career. yeah,
0: yeah. But the point I was making is, like, his attitudes towards Islam were so different than what...
3: The truth is. Yeah, yeah. Because in, if you've seen his movie or read Alex Haley's book, I've been to the Middle East and there are a lot of Christians and white yeah. people that pray next to them and live with them you don't see that in certain parts of you definitely don't see in Haifa or Tel Aviv but in Jerusalem you'll see them mm-hmm. holding hands and that's what that's what Go Malcolm into X- the mountains and yeah. turkey and stuff and there's a real brotherhood a- amongst those lost tribes.
0: And that, that kind of marks his final transition because when he made his pilgrimage to and Mecca, he saw that. Yeah, exactly. And one of the reasons what caused his death. He saw how there, he was praying right next to people of all colors, you know, all shapes, all sizes, and that taught him that, you know, that that you know it doesn't have to be black and white, that you can unite under something. And he believed that he could use Islam to uh, unite people mm-hmm. to help, you know, cure racism,
3: to end it. And so now, you fast forward 12 and a half years. Yep. We have a black president yep. who comes from a muslim family who is in a war with the muslim countries what a predicament for barack obama the, you <laughs> you uh, t- i if can't if imagine you look at it from a bloodline level and from a humanitarian level i can't imagine what this man thinks about and you know kind of to play it we should i d- i'm ra- i haven't heard his speech today I, it's listed at 723 yep, and we'll That's s- right I have no problem playing the whole thing, but let's kind of see where it goes.
0: Yeah, uh, you, you can play the whole speech. Uh, for some reason, like the, the the quality wasn't very good on Kay. all copies I came across, so you might it might sound a little distorted in some spots. But that's just kind of how they broadcasted
3: it. Okay. Well, let's watch the boards and try to yeah. do the best we can. Yep. All right. Um, hold on. <laughs> Is there an ad? No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there's just no volume. It's not good. I don't know why it's not getting You're on. Oh, I know. I'm on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm watching him talk. (laughs) I just am not getting, uh, where are we? Is your plug in there? Yeah, no. Is your computer on mute? No, my, yeah, and it's not letting me get off of it. Well, I'm feeling as a patriotic American here (laughs) because my orange light is on and it's not coming off, which is a major problem for our show. So you watched it, yes? Yeah. So
0: wait, l- let's just pause for a second. And we can oh, put it yeah. in post. Okay. <laughs> so that was the speech, and <laughs> <laughs> it was very well done. Oh, boy, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Movie magic. You guys are hearing it. Breaking down that fourth wall. All you live listeners. Ooh, ooh. ooh you got ooh, it? Ooh.
3: all right let's try it now Good
1: good morning from scripture we learn of the miracle of restoration you who have made me see many troubles and calamities will revive me again the earth you will bring me up again You will increase my greatness and comfort me again." Secretary Hagel, General Dempsey, members of our armed forces, and most of all, the survivors who bear the wounds of that day and the families of those we lost, it is an honor to be with you here again to remember the tragedy of 12 Septembers ago to honor the greatness of all who responded, and to stand with those who still grieve, and to provide them some measure of comfort once more. Together we pause and we give humble thanks, as families and as a nation, for the strength and the grace that despair has brought us up again has given us strength to keep pray for the memory of all those taken from us nearly 3000 innocent souls our hearts still ache for the futures snatched away the lives the parents who would have known the joys of being grandparents The fathers and mothers who would have known the pride of a child's graduation. The sons and daughters who would have grown, maybe married, and been blessed with children of their own. Those beautiful boys and girls just beginning to find their way, who today would have been teenagers and young men and women looking ahead, imagining the mark they'd make on the world. They left this earth. They slipped from our grasp, but it was written, What the heart has once owned and had, it shall never lose. What your family's lost in the temporal, in the here and now, is now eternal. The pride that you carry in your hearts, the love that will never die, your loved one's everlasting place in America's heart. We pray for you, their families, who have known the awful depths of loss. And in the quiet moments we've spent together, and from the stories that you've shared, I'm uh, amazed at the will that you've summoned in your lives to lift yourselves up and to carry on and to live and love and laugh again. Even more than memorials of stone and water, your lives are the greatest tribute to those that we lost, for their legacy shines on in you. When you smile just like him, when you toss your hair just like her, when you foster scholarships and service projects that bear the name and of, of those we lost and, and make a better world, when you join the firehouse or you put on the uniform or you devote yourself to a cause greater than yourself, just like they did, that's a testimony to them. And in your resilience, you've taught us all There's no trouble we cannot endure, and there's no calamity we cannot overcome. Step forward in those years of war. Diplomats who serve in dangerous posts, as we saw this day last year in Benghazi. Intelligence professionals, often unseen and unheralded, who protect us in every way. In uniform, who defend this country that we love. Today, we remember not only those who died, solemn tribute Seven. all right we had a little uh problem with the sound coming out of the pentagon uh, as the president is finishing finishing his speech we are back now with the names that are being read uh in manhattan this morning as they continue and they are on uh the letter f right now as they go through the names and the families read these as we watch through the course of every year and she blows a kiss uh to her lost loved one this morning and hear the family members cheer. It's a beautiful day uh, downtown, not unlike the morning that that happened. I think we do have the sound back now from the president, so let's move back to the Pentagon now. Here in such moments of grace, we are renewed. And it is here that we we affirm the values and virtues that must guide us. Let us have the strength to face the threats that endure, different though they may be from 12 years ago, so that as long as there are those who would strike our citizens, we will stand vigilant and defend our nation. Let us have the wisdom to know that while force is at times necessary, force alone cannot build the world we seek. So we recommit to the partnerships and progress that builds mutual respect and deepens trust and allows more people to live in dignity, prosperity, and freedom. Let us have the confidence in the values that make us Americans, which we must never lose, the shining liberties that make us a beacon to the world, the rich diversity that makes us stronger, the unity and commitment to one another that we sustain on this National Day of Service and Remembrance. And above all, let us have the courage, like the survivors and families here today, to carry on no matter how dark the night or how difficult the day. You who have made me see many troubles and calamities will revive me again. And from the depths of the Earth, you will bring me up again. You will increase my greatness, and you will comfort me again. May God bless the memory of those that we lost. May he comfort you and your families. And may God bless these United States of America.
3: So, he's talking there. Yeah. One thing that American presidents always do is they always harbor on the losses in our country, but they never talk about the impact that this effect has had on the rest of the world. If I were in his shoes, that would be one of my big uh, points, would be talking about, because it's, it's more than 3,000 people that died from that war. It's you're, you're in the hundreds of thousands of people that, n- that have died, not just been meleeed. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, because, you know, Kennedy was really kind of the only president I've seen that talked about outer atrocities, maybe Roosevelt doing World War II, and, and, but I don't understand this willingness not to bring up the calamity that we've caused on this world in this issue.
0: Well, I think that's, well, he's not gonna, he's the president, you know?
3: Do you think that's weird?
0: Uh I don't know. I'm very cynical when it comes to politics. Sure. So I, the way I see it is, uh, he's not gonna say what, you know, what has been going on. He's just gonna talk about what happened today because he's he's memorializing the day, 9/11, mm-hmm. not like all the days that come after it. Even though you know you are right in a lot of ways, I think he's only gonna you know talk about the people lost on this day.
3: No, and and that makes sense. And yeah. I really want to make sure that. I'm being respectful of this issue. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are.
0: But it's... You're asking questions. It's it's part of what you do. It seems
3: to me that in this hyper-religious culture that we live in, not only in America, but throughout the world, that we're always looking for a godhead or a father figure or even a mother. This would seem like a perfect opportunity for an American president to hug the world. And I I don't... Maybe he doesn't want to. I mean, his next speech is him talking about going to war with Syria. Syria, exactly. Like, I don't know. We don't... We have...
0: Here's the biggest problem. Like, we have to have faith. That's it, you know? And it's hard to have faith sometimes in, like, our our government and our president and stuff. It's tough, you know? But that's what we're expected to do. Like, we have to... We have to, you know go with what he says in a way and it's it's tough you know it's tough because he has to be very careful with what he says you know oh yeah he could you know
3: more in a second
0: yeah you know so it's just it's there's so many stakes there's so many pressures there's so many hot button issues there's so many topics there's so many ways that this could get spun you know what i mean mm-hmm. like people are already talking about uh like I, I already read some stuff on like some of the uh the more right-wing blogs that he's messing up the scriptures he's quoting scriptures <laughs> wrong you know uh, he did he was one you know one side is saying he's crying the other side is saying he's wiping his brow because it's a hot day in washington dc you know like
3: it yeah so the visual on yahoo this morning i because i called you yeah you said, called me yeah obama's cried on his speech did you watch it yeah and then you know once you hear you i know he didn't cry no he wasn't crying but But one side saying that, you know, where's the where's the health and the healthiness of journalism with these major (laughs) companies?
0: I don't I don't really I don't know if journalism is what it used to be. I think it's something completely new now, you know, conjecture, opinion, which is weird
3: because we have a lot of anchors in Utah in multi, multi different uh, companies that would not have said that. And I Mm -hmm. can guarantee you that they would they would have watched it before they came out and made a claim that our president wasn't looking presidential or but you know i would have liked to see him cry at the same time too just from that human part of me Mm -hmm. because i you know it's one of those things i won't forget where i was and i won't forget the last 12 years of violence that i've watched the degeneration of this thing we call humanism it's tough so hopefully we'll move on from there i think it's a good time for us to pop to break real quick. Yeah. You
0: know? I, I can go this. Okay. And welcome back to Old You Radio. I <laughs> love the enthusiasm. I'm Johnny McKeon with me in the studio, Sasha Bloom. Yes, sir. Welcome back from the break. Like always, you can follow us on Twitter at McKean M-C-K-E-O-N. You can follow K-U-T at K underscore U-T-E. You can follow Sasha at Mr. underscore Bloom. That's B-L-U-M-E. Please follow him. All he does is talk to people about Twitter, and I'm sick of hearing it. Just get him to the followers that he needs so he'll stop <laughs> talking about Twitter. Please, just make my life easier. I'm begging you. Please, just follow Sasha. Even You don't even have to follow me. Just follow Sasha. Please. There you go. Leave Please. Johnny
3: alone. He's a bad mood kind of guy. <laughs> I, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Coming from Mr.
0: Doom and Gloom. <laughs> oh, man. So, s- Sasha, crazy stuff going on. What yes. do we got?
3: Okay. I guess here's the A block. Twitter shuts down Somalia's extremists again. Now.
0: Yep. <laughs> you know, I mean, after the, you know, the, uh, the Egypt, would you call that a revolution? I guess you'd call oh, it a revolution. are still in a revolution.
3: Yeah, here. yes. Uh, I would say a dictatorial takeover a fascist control of yeah. a freed people. Yeah. So this is from Nairobi, Kenya, AP. Yep. The flagship Twitter account of Al-Shabaab, Somalia's al-Qaeda-linked terror group, was closed Friday for the second time this year, less than 24 hours after a U.S.-based terrorism expert reported violations of Twitter's terms of service. The closure comes only days after Al-Shabaab claimed a failed assassination attempt against Somalia's president and tweeted that the next time the president wouldn't be so lucky. What do you think about being able to censor people on Twitter?
0: I disagree with it since they implemented this. Like, they've done it before.
3: So it's threats of violence? Is that what's in their service policy?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's threats of violence. I've heard it's other things as well. I but you can throw up a selfie.
3: Yeah, yeah, you could (laughs) throw up a selfie.
0: (laughs) You could throw up, you know, your your member, as Anthony Weiner has shown. Okay.
3: Um, I didn't want to say Weiner twice, so that's why (laughs) (laughs) I said (laughs) member. Yes, (laughs) you did. (laughs) So Al-Shabaab uses Twitter mainly to make claims of enemy kills and to spread its view of events in Somalia and East Africa. A United Nations report on Somalia released last month said UN experts believe the person running the English language account is a British member of Al-Shabaab. I can kind of see where you don't want a kill list yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, you know, like I like Jay Whitaker's birthday wish. Yeah, <laughs> I uh-huh. don't like a kill list. Yeah, <laughs> and you can
0: follow Jay at Token Jay. Sure, he, he's funny. I like Jay a lot. <laughs> he's a good guy. Man, we
3: need to get him in studio. Yeah, we do need to get yeah, him back. I can get him to follow me on Twitter. <laughs> he lied to all of us on air. He I'm follows actually. me. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. You lied to you on air. <laughs> For B-Block, Grand Theft Auto V cost more to make than nearly every Hollywood blockbuster ever made by business insider Christina Acuna.
0: Yeah, I I can believe that 100%. And also, like, the amount of money it's going to make, it's going to destroy. Like,
3: video games make so much money compared to movies. So much money. GTA V comes to store September 17th, and when it does, it won't only be one of the most expensive games ever made, but also the costliest priciest of entertainment to have hit shows at 266 million the fifth installment of rockstar games will have surpassed the estimated production budget without marketing for every hollywood blockbuster adjusted for inflation except for pirates of the caribbean at world's end which cost estimated 300 million dollars wow that's a i so i know a kid that works for rockstar yeah uh he's seven one yeah, you should have he, everybody on He's in L.A. Yeah. And here's the schedule. For the last 112 days, he's not missed a yep. day of work. And he's working 10 to 12 hours minimum, seven days a week. And he's told me that he's c- cashed $165,000 yep. in those 100 days. R- uh,
0: mm-hmm. Along with the lines of Rockstar, our favorite game, Red Dead Redemption, mm-hmm. which I recently bought a new copy of Ooh. so I could play it again because yes. my copy went kaput. Mm-hmm. Um they got sued for, uh, uh, for overworking their employees. I could see it. Yeah, workers were averaging like over 90 hours a week. Yeah. Yeah, like and uh, they got sued for like overworking employees. That's kind of one of the reasons that's delayed the sequel is because they, they had so much red tape put upon them now.
3: So here are the three of the priciest games to date. Red Dead Redemption, also a rock star game, uh, estimated between 80 and $100 million to make. Disney Infinity, $100 million plus. Oh, yeah. Grand Theft Auto 4, $100, 100 million. So they're doubling in a third the price of Grand Theft Auto 4. Yeah. Here was my question, which I was talking to one of the ESE kids. Uh, EAE. EAE kids today. I said, why would you go and buy this game when in December, or I've heard February, all the new consoles come out? Why wouldn't... Uh, Rockstar packaged this with being the lead game for the Xbox 760 and the PlayStation 4.
0: Because it's it's you know uh, uh, do you want to give a bird in the hand for two in the bush? Not everyone's going to make the jump to the new console right away. Mm-hmm. I mean yeah, a significant number will. But why not just have it on the console everyone has
3: already? But that's $63 toward a new console, and you usually get a free game anyways.
0: Yeah, but you're not going to get Grand Theft Auto for free right away. No, they wouldn't package it, would they? No, not right away at least. I know, I'm pretty sure in the future they will. But I do know that I think it just makes sense. Like, everyone has the system, everyone's still using the system. You got four months out, the game's ready to be be released now. Just go for it. So what if only one person buys it? that wouldn't happen. <laughs> How and funny here's the would thing. That be? Here's the thing. I I could see people repeat buying. Like if they have like a PlayStation 4 version, I bet people would buy that as well.
3: Oh, I would do it cuz yeah. I'm going to buy a new one and I'm going to buy I already have it pre-ordered. Yeah. I'm I, not going to wait in line though. No. Have you waited in line for I've a never
0: video no. I've never been able to prioritize video games. I I'm from a different school when it comes to video games. I wait two years for the game to become cheap and then I buy it. Yeah, I'm looking to get Assassin's Creed. I'm thinking about getting two. it. It's ten dollars. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for it to get down to nine and then I'll buy
3: it. Johnny's on Facebook. I just got Castlevania. How about this? This joystick does stuff. Yeah. Contra Costa. Yeah, like
0: I just bought you know the the Game of the Year edition of Red Dead Redemption like last week. You know, like, I wait for my games to come out. Like, I'm going to buy an Xbox 360 when the Xbox comes out, the Xbox One. Like, I'm going to buy a 360 then, and then I'll buy Halo and Gears of War and Left 4 Dead and uh, all the exclusive Xbox titles and catch up.
3: So Rockstar is estimating the game will make $1 billion before the year's end. So yep. So that's December 31st. I could
0: easily see that. That every, low to me. Every day there's something about Grand Theft Auto on Reddit on the front page. And Reddit's, you know, the 33 most visited website in the world. And it's all user upvoted, up and down. It's like people, that's what people want. want.
3: What are the reviews, like from the trailer?
0: Uh, People are excited. You know, they really can't wait for the co-op aspect because the co-op aspect is supposed to be amazing.
3: I wonder how long it's gonna take for my PlayStation Three to upload the content for this game. You it's gonna be one of those forty-five-minute uploads. I do know this: <laughs> if you're an Xbox owner, you
0: need eight gigs Open. of yeah of space for the new GTA. Because I have two hundred and thirty-two for this, buddy. Do so. you have Do you have an Xbox or PlayStation? You're a PlayStation I have a guy, PlayStation, right? PlayStation.
3: Yeah, yeah. Me too. With the two hundred and fifty gigs.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna be buying a. Uh, a uh, xbox 360 the I'm, new one no the old one i'm gonna buy it when the
3: new one comes out that's that's how i work i have one if you just want to get the ring of death off of it nah i'm good okay yeah because it's just it's just that's a headache i don't want to deal the with basement. them yeah my son ooh, I almost broke a yeah my son goes uh hey dad what are you doing with the xbox down there I go. Oh, it's just chilling. You yeah. should have been like, "That's your Christmas present." Why'd you open it? You're in trouble. He goes. <laughs> you frame them. <laughs> Why'd you break it? <laughs> he goes. Well, I think I could have it in my room if you wouldn't mind. <laughs> he's just
0: really. He wants a video game system. Yeah. Really. Well, I mean,
3: What's your stance on video games
0: with your with your boy? Do you let him play? Yeah. Or? I
3: used. We used to have a rule with only forty five minutes. But his mom is uh, remarried and she's had two kids so he's got a one and a half year old and a two and a half year old and so he's there all the time and because my schedule kind of got changed I'm not having him every other day I'll let him game for two hours just so he can have some time alone yeah because he's always around infants like most if he's not in school he's with infants and they're the type of kids that really look up to him so it's just what are you doing what are you doing come play with me show me this show me this Mm -hmm. and he has no time for himself so and i like to barbecue and make really good meals for him so i go and barbecue he plays video games we eat dinner and then we go do something fun mm-hmm.
0: so yeah. do we is there a limit to the number of video games he can play
3: we don't let him play violent games um, we let he he likes wrestling he's really good at the the ww yeah, what is the wwe 14 thir- 13. 13 yeah And then he likes the Star Wars movies, he likes all the Lego games. Okay, so he's pretty good. Yeah, Yeah. I guess there's Minecraft. Minecraft, yeah, that's a good one. I could
0: see him liking Minecraft. That's a real
3: creative, smart game. But he also just comes to me and goes, hey, Dad, I think I'm gonna go read or draw. He's a very geeky boy and we embrace his nerdiness, so. Nice. All right, so to wrap up this news hour. Yep. Man in Colorado, accused of drunken horseback riding. (laughs) And this is an AP story. I don't have a writer. Boulder, Colorado. University of Colorado police have arrested a 45-year-old man suspected of going on a drunken horseback ride through the city of Boulder. Police spokesman Ryan Huff tells the Daily Camera that the witnesses saw the man hit his horse and then occasionally wander into traffic near the school Monday afternoon. Patrick Neil Shoemaker of Colorado Springs faces several charges including animal cruelty and riding under the influence of alcohol. Police say he had a small pug named Bufford in his backpack, as well as beer cans and black powder pistol in his saddlebag. What? <laughs> Is he going to the Civil War? <laughs> like oh <what>? no. <laughs> Who brings a pug on a drunken horseback? <laughs> Who expedition? brings a musket and black powder <laughs> bag? <laughs> Officers say he told them that he was traveling to Larkspur, Colorado, to his brother's, w- traveling from Larkspur, Colorado, to his brother's wedding in Bryce, Utah, and that he had to make a 600-mile journey by horse because he lost his driver's license. Really? That's, that's incredible. I am um, <laughs> a big fan.
2: <laughs> I don't know where to begin. The pug?
0: Why would a cowboy have a pug? Yeah. Why would, he have a, why would a cowboy have a musket, I guess? I guess maybe he's not even a cowboy. He's just a, a guy with a horse? Is he a Civil War like reenactor? Like What is that?
3: What do you what does the judge say to him? I don't know. Like he obviously lost his license for probably a drinking related offense allegedly from my part.
0: Can you lose your license if you get a DUI on a horse? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that was I wasn't even driving a car. <laughs> You're I should lose my horse privileges. Take the saddle. Take it.
3: <laughs> you can't change horseshoes anymore, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's super weird. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's
0: super weird. I don't I don't <laughs> It, it boggles the mind <laughs> yeah. it really
3: does, you know, are you a fan of this guy? <laughs> yeah, I am. I kind of want to meet him you know, I want to yeah. hear his side of the story.
0: <laughs> So if you're out there listening, come on, yep. email us at You at gmail.com. You can, follow, you can hit us up on Facebook at Radio with Johnny McKean and Sasha Bloom. You can tweet Sasha at Mr. Underscore Bloom. You can hit me up at, at JohnnyMcKean. Yeah, and
3: I'm going to go on mugshots.com and see if we can't find oh, this please, guy. please, please. <laughs> yes, sir. That'll make me so happy.
0: So, Sasha, we're going to go to break real quick, but yep. I'm going to do it through the uh, dad because okay. it's got the uh, stuff. Sure. Thank you.
2: The German radio has just announced that Hitler is dead. I'll repeat that. The German radio has just announced that Hitler is dead. We want one thing. We declare our rank on this earth to be a man to be a human being, to be respected as a human being, to be given the rights of a human being, in this society, on this earth, in this day, which we intend to bring into existence by any means necessary.
0: welcome back to all you radio i'm john mckeon with me in studio is sasha bloom you can follow sasha at mr underscore bloom B we're gonna stop doing it once you guys start following you can so. ask me out on a date ladies <laughs> at
3: mr underscore bloom i'm a I'm a fantastic cook. I'm a camera operator and I'm down for a good time. And you can follow me on
0: Twitter at Johnny McKeon, M C K E O N. Enough with that. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of saying it. It's about Sasha. Time. Yes. We had an amazing interview yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'll bet there are some technical difficulties within the first five minutes. So you guys just bear with us on that. But trust me, you know, we fixed it. We switched the mics. The guy sounds great. We interviewed I Am Salt Lake's Chris Holyfield. The guy, it was amazing. Like this dude, he's got one of the best podcasts locally here. And just personally, one of the best podcasts. I enjoy listening to it. He's had a lot of amazing people on. It's a great thing. You can follow him at I Am Salt Lake. You can uh, listen to all of his stuff there. You can find him on Facebook. Definitely listen to it. Sasha, is there anything else you want to comment on?
3: I thought it was fantastic. I thought the insight that he gave anyone who's curious about starting a podcast was tremendous. You get to hear his great voice on radio, and he didn't run away. Becca was convinced that it'd be about an 18-minute uh, <laughs> interview, and he'd be out the door. And I really want to say thank you to DJ Fallasia for allowing Johnny McKean and I to interview a guest on her show. Uh, so that was a good teammate of her. So enjoy us this, with this interview. Uh, please forgive us for the five minutes, and uh, we're ready to go whenever Johnny's ready to go. Yep, let's hear it, man.
1: You're listening to k Radio.
4: Hey, guys, this is Dwayne Perkins, and you're listening to Old Ute Radio. You know it.
0: on, wait, what is this show called? The Missing Link? Fill in the Blank. (laughs) (laughs) blank. (laughs) Fill in the Blank. I would like to thank DJ Shalasia for letting me hijack her show, Fill in the Blank, with Mr. Underscore Bloom himself. Right now we got us a guest in the studio, a major, major get. You've heard him before on the podcast, I Am Salt Lake. His name is Chris Holyfield. He used to take a lot of photos and put them on Instagram, but then he decided to show a different side of Salt Lake City that most people weren't familiar with took it a step further by starting up a podcast and sitting down and getting down to the nitty gritty with the people of Salt Lake City. It's a great (laughs) podcast. You're up to what, episode 99?
4: Actually, on Thursday, episode 100 will come out. The big episode 100. Really? So I'm excited for
0: that. That's awesome. So, Chris, thanks for coming in today, man.
4: Thanks for having me.
0: How'd you get started in all this, man?
4: Well, um let's see it started with just an idea you know i i knew quite a few people uh that did podcasts and and uh i always wanted to do a podcast i i just didn't know what i wanted to do one about and uh i used to go down to downtown farmers markets and different events in salt lake and you know i saw all the different people that were you know doing really cool things in salt lake and You know, there's some great, you know, different publications and different outlets in Salt Lake that uh, give these people an opportunity to be interviewed find out their stories. But there's so many people here. I figured, you know, what if I was to uh, interview them on a podcast Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, sit down, find out their story, find out what makes them tick and find out uh, what kind of got them to where they're at today. And the podcast just kind of started. I didn't know what I was doing at first, (laughs) you know, I just... uh, I actually recorded uh, the first few episodes with just an iPhone. Really? And uh, the quality wasn't very well, you know, it wasn't good by any means. I, I couldn't even stand listening to it. <laughs> so I invested in some better equipment, just kind of kept piecing it together and and it's
3: just You guys great. sound great now. Yeah, well, thank you. No, you, thank g- you. It, the I cuz I do a lot of production here for KU and I've always had that ear for Audio noise and such. I was very impressed by your production level. Well, thank so
4: you. Well, I hope, uh, you probably just listened to a few of the past episodes. <laughs> well, uh, let's see. Don't, don't, don't go too early. <laughs> no, I listened <laughs> to your
3: first one with your wife. Well, uh, yeah,
4: actually, ex wife.
3: Ex wife. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. It, you could tell that it wasn't quite professional, but you weren't rushing questions. You, your style was a lot different uh, today than it was way back then, but. That's because you're becoming a broadcaster and all oh, that good stuff. Yeah. you learn, start. man. You, you yeah.
4: learn how to, uh, to work the microphone.
3: Yeah. I've, you've, uh, you were clean for a long time, weren't you? I, I you did. were clean. Your guests, I don't think, always have, but well, I've noticed I, that change.
4: Yeah. Well, that was kind of one thing. You know, I, I would bring people on, and uh, afterwards, they were like, well, I didn't know if I could swear or not, and, and uh, that was kind of a decision that. I you know i'm a big advocate of uh freedom of speech sure and so i, I it's like you know i'm not i'm not going to censor you know people that mm-hmm. come on my show and uh, so and, and, you know that's that's one of the joys of a podcast there's not anybody telling me what to do mm-hmm. and, and and i'm so I, at the same time i'm figuring i'm trying to show a different side of South Lake. i'm trying to show that there's just regular people here they're not all what most people think of Salt Lake, because I actually got quite a few listeners outside of even Utah sure. that listen to the show. And uh, so I'm trying to, to portray a side of, of Salt Lake that, hey, you know what, we, we can get down and party with the best <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hold
0: on, before we continue, can you two switch spots? Because I'm having an issue with your mic right now.
3: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, can you two switch? Look at I'm you taking me. control, bud. I yeah. like it. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Is there, any, there was no volume coming through. Okay.
3: Yeah,
0: I don't understand. Like, I can't really hear you that well through yeah. that mic.
4: Should we just start all over? No, we're
0: good.
3: <laughs> yeah, we'll clean it up. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny's just trying to make my job more difficult. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, oh there yeah, we that's go. Much better, yeah,
4: yeah, we're having a microphone issue here, so I don't. Hello, listeners. Sorry.
0: Yeah, it's something kind of similar to what you've probably gone through in the past. Oh my
4: right? gosh, you know there there's been times, and then you just get embarrassed. You you feel like uh, you, you know it's like how are these people going to take you seriously? But, yeah. Uh, So, anyways, where were we at? Kind of, you know, in the beginning, yeah, we were talking about uh, censoring and and, and explicit and and, uh, swear words. Yes. You know? Um, I've actually found people, more people listen to my show now that there's a few dirty words in there.
3: Really? And you're, but you're also getting corporate sponsorship too.
4: Well, I've worked, I've worked with a few, f- with some people uh, recently, and I've actually, I uh, just recently part- partnered up with uh, Urban Lounge. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. But check. you
3: haven't been getting any pull from. I mean, you had Ben Winslow in the other day. He ben
4: Winslow. Have, yeah.
3: He was clean, but you don't have. You well, don't and have I
4: told any. him, I said, you know, you could swear, and yeah. he was, he didn't want to. No, he's a broadcaster. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, th- you know, I, I think people, they, they respect that from a podcaster. You know, when you're on the radio, uh, you, you do have to censor yourself, like I'm sure you guys do sure, here. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but that's, that's part of the game, and, and so you work with it, and, and you just learn how to handle it. And, and you'll find a lot of radio DJs that maybe are on the radio, like I had Carrie uh, Jackson, for sure. example, on the podcast and uh, he knows how to let loose when he's on a podcast you know if you listen to Geek Show and then when (laughs) he was on my show and and uh, you know it's it's good to be able to uh, fluctuate and bounce around a little bit.
0: So why podcasts? What what got that going?
4: Well I've always been interested in radio. Uh, I've always loved radio you know when I was a little kid I had one of those little uh, recording devices and we actually used to make uh, prank phone calls with it and record it and and uh, you know, recorded on audio cassettes and kind of put our own little radio shows together. And then that idea kind of you know went away and uh, you know whatever. And and then uh, as time has gone on, I've always I've always been the type of person where I have to create something. I mean, I I used to do a, an underground magazine. I, I used to be really big into animal rights and veganism, and I did an underground. Uh, magazine with that and then I started a record label and 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 then I you know so I'm always doing something yeah. I, it's just the way I am my, my brain works when I'm going a million miles an hour it just works better that way so uh, you know I discovered podcasts I got kind of burned out of music a little bit I you know I still listen to a lot of music but uh, so many bands that they, they were just kind of boring me so I'm like well what else can I listen to okay wh- what is this podcast app on, on a phone you know And uh, so I checked it out and started listening to a few podcasts and I kind of met some local podcasters kind of back to where, you know, in in the beginning. And and so I said, well, you know, this is great. I mean, I can I can I can be a a radio host, a radio DJ. You know, it doesn't cost very much. You know, it's very minimal startup, not a lot of uh, risk. If it doesn't work, you know, I go on to my next crazy idea.
0: So, wait, what year did you exactly start it?
4: The podcast? Yeah, well, I actually started it. Uh, I hit my one-year mark uh, the end of August, so th- that's pretty recent as well. I, I posted the, uh, you know, and that was that was actually another thing. I, I, I made sure to have three episodes up on. Uh, mayb- maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I, I think it's about three episodes up on iTunes uh, before before I really started pushing. The podcast. So is what are we? 2013 to 2012 uh, is when the podcast started, and uh, you know, I just started getting different pointers from other podcasters, and just kind of things I could work on and, and presentation, and you know, trimming the fat a little bit. And uh, but yeah, podcasting is great. I think you know, I, I I hate to say that in here, you know, you guys are a radio station, but I, I think radio is going to go away, yeah. and I think I think people are going to kind of gear towards podcasts. You know, they're already coming out with cars now with with uh, like Stitcher apps and and stuff in there where you can just uh, listen to, to, you know, I mean, uh, who goes home to watch TV, right? You know, you don't go home to watch a a television show at a certain time. You watch it on a DVR or, or, you know, recorded and a podcast is the same idea. There's the same concept where you have your favorite shows that come out on certain days of the week. And you listen to them when you want to listen to them. There's not this listen to it live thing. It's, I mean, uh, a perfect example, uh, you know, Radio from Hell. They, they, yeah, Yeah. they, you know, I I don't wake up at six in the morning, but I want to listen to them so I can download them in Mm -hmm. a podcast iTunes form. Mm
3: -hmm. So have you done radio, the long format, three, four hours in a show of trying to fill content with that or Uh, what do you like? Like, for instance, when Johnny and I do a show, we have. Three hours to fill, you know. It's basically dude. I can sit still for three <laughs> hours. <laughs> I can't. Sasha gets mad at me for doing. You know, <laughs> I,
4: like
3: I don't know. That's just too long. See, I enjoy that format. Like when I listened to Opie and Anthony, or when I used to listen to Howard Stern. I would. I was bummed when the show was over. Hmm. Um, but I can listen to a three-hour Grateful Dead set. You know. So well, true. If I was
4: playing music, yeah. but. Especially being a solo, you know, I'm doing this by myself.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: You know, you could bring somebody on, and it, unless they're the most interesting person, they're not going to want to sit and talk to me for three hours. Mm-hmm. So right. what am I going to do the other three hours? And unfortunately, uh, iTunes and stuff like that, they get a little uh, upset if you're playing music that uh, yep. you're you not supposed terrible. to. You're not supposed to be playing. I mean, mm-hmm. you can get away with it. Some people <laughs> do, but yeah I, you know I, I like the shorter f- the f- the shorter format this is this is what I what I learned in the beginning I said you know pe- most people listen to a podcast in their commute you know so you figure how long is an average commute well here in, in Utah our commutes aren't very long but you know the average commute is 30 to 40 minutes and mm-hmm. that's about most people's attention span so I try to keep my shows you know between 40, 40 minutes and an hour um, so some of them are short I've had a few short ones I don't like to keep a time structure you
3: know I've noticed that and but the they keep you engaged and you you always i definitely with the winslow was like man i wish they could have done another 30 minutes yeah you
4: there know. there is sometimes and, and also just to somebody like him, you know, he, his time is limited. Oh yeah. I mean, he, he warned me right up up off the bat. It's like, hey, if I text you or call you and I tell you, hey, I got breaking news, I can't show up. Mm-hmm. So then you're sitting there dependent, waiting on that that person to show up. And if they, you know, I was, I was sweating bullets. I was like, <laughs> I got to produce this show. I got to get it out for the people. They're gonna come and lynch me later if I don't put out a show.
3: Y- you have I see you fascinate me because you're. <laughs> Your show is about other people, and it's about Salt Lake City. Yeah. Whereas most podcasters, most radio shows are about them, or about the on-air talent.
4: Which is crazy because I, I lo- you know, I'm very egotistical. I, <laughs> you know, I, I like to, I like to, uh, you know, I like to get out there, but. I, I give people an opportunity to uh, to share their. Sto- I love stories. I yeah. love story. I, I've I've actually become very recently fascinated with storytelling podcasts, and, and you know the most boring person can have the most interesting story. Sure. Uh, you know, and, and you can learn a lot from other people's lives. So, what what setup do you use right now? Like technically, Gosh! Like what do you every use? every time I have a different setup. Really, it, a lot of it depends on what uh, what you what you or who I'm going to be talking to or where I'm going to be going. You know, when I first started, I just had an, an ATR. It's it's like an ATR what ATR twenty one hundred mic or something. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just cheapo mic. Uh, you know, I had USB and XLR mics, and then I plugged them directly into my laptop. Mm. Well, then I, I was like, well, I'm going to be talking sometimes to multiple people. I got a mixer. Uh, so I can plug in, you know, like four or five mics into that. And then actually about a month and a half ago, I I splurged a little bit and I got one of those Zoom H4N mm. uh, portable uh, recorders. And let me tell you what, if you have anything to do with radio or podcasting, invest into this equipment, I mean, to, into this recorder. It is a beauty.
0: I, I completely support that. Uh, I love all of the Zoom products. I yeah. have the, uh, the uh, H2 Zoom a little handy portable recorder okay. that one's great too but yeah the foreign i've heard nothing but great stuff yeah about. yeah i know i know certain like i know ari shafir that's what he uses on his podcast skeptic tank i've heard that uh, other comedians use it as well like it's just a great piece of equipment well
4: what's great about it and and, and uh, you know shoot i might as well talk about it here i'm i'm putting together an episode uh of talking to homeless people in salt lake and so I've been able to take it on to the uh, streets of Salt Lake and, nice. and talk to some people right right downtown and that are homeless in Salt Lake. And I've got some bigger bigger plans with What's that. What's your end goal with that? My end goal with the w-
3: homeless uh, people? Just goal. to
4: find out their stories. Like, you know, why why are you in Salt Lake, for mm-hmm. starters? I mean, why not Florida or California, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I would actually... <laughs> I I would actually like to do an all homeless podcast. I I mean, I got I got ideas for for 10 other podcasts easy, you know, but it's just all time and money. I mean, surprisingly, it does cost money to do this stuff, you you know, and you got to do it for labor love. But yeah, so the homeless idea is is just to listen. You know, so often we just pass these people on the street and we we look at them like, okay, you know, go out and get a job or, or do something you know more with your life and if you really listen to their stories and you know, some of them really have some sad sad stories mm-hmm. that um, you can learn a lot from man. I mean we're all a paycheck away from from that happening to us and we don't know if we're going to be the next person in the gutter
3: and you know, my mom's a psychologist and DJ Felicia she's a psychology student here she's going to go for PhD somewhere my mother had a lot of homeless people in her treatment when she was growing up. And then in the early 90s, late 80s, they got rid of health care, mental health care in this country. And so all these transient people who used to get medication and education from, and straight up uh, psychiatric, you know, where they just took them and locked them up in a psychiatric hospital, that all went away, and it was left up to the wardens and the prisons to take care of them,
4: which is sad.
3: And they go in and out, in and out. You know, when it's winter, they go. Well, I got three hots and a cot, and I'll get through winter that way. And then they'll let me out in the spring, and I'll live at Pioneer Park.
4: I, I've met people that try to get themselves back into yeah. jail. You know, because like you're saying, it's it's a place to stay. It's
3: safer. Yeah. Believe it or not, jail is safer than the experiences those people go through. I'd love to see you get a senator on and really I get it, shake it up a little bit.
4: Yeah, I you know I got some I got some big ideas of people that you know I, I, I create a list. I have a notebook of people I want to bring on, mm-hmm. and that's actually the biggest struggle with it is there's so many people to talk to in Salt Lake, and that that was actually one, one of the biggest reasons why I had to up it to two shows a week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know I got a show come out. It used to be Sunday and Wednesday. I switched it to Monday and Thursday now, and that that seems to work the easiest for my schedule. But originally when I started, I was like, okay, I'll do it once a week. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, gosh, that's only, uh, what, uh, you know, 50-some 50, 50 episodes a year. Yep. If You know, if I take a week off or something, um, I'm like, it's going to take me forever to do this. <laughs> so i got to do at least two. I mean, I'd love to. I, I would do it every day if I could. I'm not going to lie to you. I I, I have that much fun with it. But I, I don't want to. You also don't want to overwhelm people with content. Yeah. So I find two episodes a week, it, it lets me have the opportunity to talk to people, talk, get, get through my list of everybody, and uh, you might not want to listen. I mean, there m- you, you know, there might be somebody on there you don't want to hear about, and mm-hmm. so you, don't ha- you only have to wait a couple of days till I come out with a new one.
0: I also, I think the Monday through Thursday, the Monday-Thursday format's perfect, because you get well the Monday you, yeah. one, you can start the week, yeah. you know, and then Thursday, you know, like, once you're done with that podcast, then you can start the weekend with that one. It's perfect. Yeah. Well,
4: I, yeah, I, appre- I mean, I appre- i appreciate any feedback. So, you know, again, if anybody's listening that does listen to my show, let me know. You know what you like. Uh, oh, and your
0: Twitter is.
4: Yeah, it, my Twitter's is at uh, I am Salt Lake. So, yeah, I try to try to keep people up to date on things. You know, that's kind of what I'm going for. I, I'm really trying to stir activity in Salt Lake. I'm trying to. There's nothing that upsets me more than when people say Salt Lake is boring, because I'll <laughs> tell you, it's not boring here. There's so much to do. And s- I think the problem is, is people don't know where to go to find something to do. And so I figure with Twitter and Facebook and then my podcast, I can inform people uh, what's going on. And I've actually and you know, I actually get quite a few emails of people that hey, they're that are moving to Salt Lake. And they're, I found your podcast. This is a great resource. So you know you don't know you don't know. Uh, I mean, there's there's a lot of things. I, I would actually you know this this is a completely different topic, but I'd like to create uh, audio uh, tours. I, I've, I've wanted to do this. Kind of goes back to sure, my sure audio mo-
3: postcards as yeah. yeah. well.
4: Well, uh, uh, y- yeah, What uh, back to you know how I used to take pictures, uh, you know, just with my iPhone. But you p- put the earphones in. You you say start at this location, okay. and then I you know I'm going to lead people through some gritty alleyways and there's
3: a the, you know. Just uh, put this in your philodex, Uh there's a great program called SoundSlide. SoundSlide. Yeah, and it's what like the Chicago Tribune does, the New York Times, because they have a whole s- online section of pictures on top of their audio story that they're doing. Really? And it's beautiful. The, the quality is amazing, and it's only like a $65 program, but it's called SoundSlide.
4: I will check that out. That's very good. And thank you for making me more broke Mm. (laughs) than I I already am.
3: No, but uh, I love, I guess there's a term called podcast journalism now, right? But radio journalism, when it's done, there's no finer medium. You know, the the men and women at KUER do a good job. And I'd I'd love to see the podcast angle on it. It sounds like you're kind of already doing it without the pictures right now.
4: Yeah. Is that fair? Uh, yeah, sh- yeah, if you want to say so. I mean, if <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I don't. Sometimes I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I, you know, I just kind of, I just kind of wing it, and I hope it it comes out okay. It's sticking know. though. It is. It is. And and you know, there's uh, there's a lot of people. I get a l- I get a lot of people that that want to come on,
2: mm-hmm.
4: and it's it's a different format. I mean, there's a few other podcasts in Salt Lake. You know, obviously that even do mm, I, I wouldn't say similar you know kind of with interviews of people but I I just like to focus on one person you know mm-hmm. and, and and find out about that person and it is it's sticking I think it's it's needed in Salt Lake you know Salt Lake is, is finally it's getting uh, to be a big enough city that I think it's important to find out mm-hmm. who the people in that city is, mm-hmm. you
3: know th- wh- who they are you do v- it's very d- for all you people that are going to listen to this especially once it goes on demand yeah is you're knowledgeable and you're not afraid to ask people questions and i, I like that you really kind of because i a lot of people like to pull back when pe- when interview interviewers pull into them and y- you know you you seem with your voice and the organization and your thought you're able to pull out good interviews
4: well thank you and it's i'm self-taught man i i yep. didn't t- i haven't taken a class or gone into radio you know i uh, have nothing to do with the industry i just kind of have i listen to a lot of podcasts
3: do you get feedback from radio personalities or people calling you for jobs and <laughs> i wish not yet huh? i <laughs> wish <laughs> <laughs> no
4: um you know, not not really i mean there, there are a few people that that do work in you know local radio that have given me some tips mm-hmm. things i should do you know like t-shirts or something but nothing really about the actual podcast uh w- would
0: you ever do a live podcast if say the venue was oh absolutely available to?
4: absolutely i've, I've actually uh, well i uh, there is a venue actually that has been offered to me to possibly do a live podcast uh, I-, I-, I could see it happening i'm still trying to figure it out uh, i think it'd be fun wh- what i think would be fun to do is do it with uh, like get three four five local comedians i think that would be the funnest live well, show guess
3: what sir what? next week kut's gonna be at the comedy carnival
4: oh really yeah. really well i'll be there too we'll bring you a pair of headphones sir well there you go <laughs> i'm gonna i'm <laughs> gonna have my i'm gonna have my <laughs> <laughs> podcast gear there too actually oh, nice. awesome. talking, talking to people so it's gonna be a good time because yeah. you guys had you guys had chris on yeah i know you had chris on did you was andrew with him when because no. i no. 'Cause they came onto my show. they I, I don't know what episode they are, you Recent know. Ninety
3: eight, ninety seven, ninety six, right yeah. a couple back. Yeah. yeah, they're
4: they're they're a couple back. So so SLC Carnival Carnaval Carnival, I don't know, Carnival. some fancy. <laughs> I mean come on, <laughs> we're, we're, we're we're Salt Lake Cityans here, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean that's it's it. it's the seventeenth through twenty first. I'm gonna be I'm I'm gonna try to go as much as I can. And actually, uh, you know, speaking of podcasting, uh, there's a great podcast that's gonna be recording live. Uh, if you wanna see a podcast, if you're not familiar with the podcast go uh at squatters they're going to be lady to lady podcast oh lady to lady at mm. uh, five o'clock uh, on thursday the 19th so nice. you know so it's it, that that's going to be a great event i'm going to be there podcasting so if you see me uh come you know and you want to say a couple words even just like hey what's up or you know if you want if you do want to talk if you want to ta- if you have a cool salt lake city story you know th- that's another fascinating thing about salt lake is the stories that you find out about people, or find out about history, especially uh, you find out w- some of their genealogy, kind of how mm-hmm. a lot of their ancestors uh, that you know they, that they moved here and some of the stories they've heard. It's it's fascinating. But then what most fascinating is to find out how we're all connected here. You yeah. know the, that small Lake City <laughs> uh, <laughs> thing here. So it's fun. It's fun. I mean, it really gives me something to look forward to. Otherwise, I would just you know like i say drink beer and watch tv all night <laughs> <laughs> which there's nothing wrong with that but uh i needed something else in my life and podcasting saved my life what do you mean <laughs> no i mean i was i was trying to be humorous but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh it took a turn for the dark yeah <laughs> I'm, s- I'm sorry i'm sorry i wasn't you get trying all to perky to <laughs> yeah you're what? like well what, what what's going on over there <laughs>
3: it saved your life so what's next
4: what's next uh uh, more podcasts (laughs) no yeah obviously more podcasts i i I want i got some ideas i'd like to do a podcast honestly this is what i would like to do Mm -hmm. i'd like to i I think i'd have fun doing a podcast with with some other people like even just have me and you and and you you know all you guys we're all we're all we're all having fun here yeah I don't know. It gets kind of lonely to do it by myself. You know, there's something fun about it, but I'd like to try a podcast with, uh,
3: you know, some other co-hosts. You're completely independent, correct? Like you don't. You're not in a. A network, a yeah. podcast network or anything? Then,
4: Well, I, I mean, yeah, yes and no. I mean, like, there is am part of uh, the Mediocre Radio Network, uh-huh. uh, which is a network of podcasts. But, I mean, as far as, like, what, like, you tell them telling me what to do or something? Well,
3: for instance, coming up here pretty soon, Johnny and I were in a major transition because yeah. we've been learning how to do radio at the University of Utah. And then we either have to go get a radio job or jump into podcast or do something of that nature and we're mm. trying to figure out how to do a podcast well I, I get the presence of the idea of how to do it i understand the engineering behind it like we're doing it right now well
4: so what don't we'll you understand let's answer some questions here let's take yeah. the first live caller here yeah. <laughs> sasha, <laughs> sasha
0: what exactly are you looking for man
4: so it's like it like how, how do you get the word out there how do people find you stuff like that sure let's start i have there. no idea how they find me <laughs> no, uh, make sense. It no, it really does. I, I really don't. I really don't don't know how. I mean, you you know, I use a, I use a hosting service called Libsyn. Mm-hmm. So you know, they host podcasts, yeah. and they you know, you put okay. all you put all your keywords in there. Mm-hmm. You know, so people are searching for a podcast a about yeah. Salt Lake, or mm-hmm. you know, and that's where that's why the big podcasters that have all the famous people on there get you know a quarter of a million downloads because they got you know the big names on there. Mm-hmm. So people are searching for all the big movie stars. So, yeah, the tags on there, you've got your website, so they find you through, your, you know, the Google searches. And, uh, and that's actually, a, you know, you ask where, what's next. As much as I hate blogging, I think I need to start blogging because I think it would attract people to uh, to the podcast. So, if I did some, like, different blog posts or something, like, oh, you know, I ate this hot dog, it was delicious, you know, or I had this burrito from the food cart and, <laughs> you know, gave me food poisoning sure. or something. <laughs> but. No, but uh, you know, so th- you know. Then the, I mean, th- you social media, man. Use social media. I mean, even with you guys right now. I know you guys are on Facebook and Twitter. Use it, man. It's mm-hmm. it's to your advantage. I mean, Twitter has been excellent for my podcast for people to find you. Blown up on Twitter. Uh, you got ten thousand. Well, 000, I, b- I mean, I've been on Twitter for 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 seven years, probably uh-huh. since Twitter started, and, and it's actually gone under different names. I, it hasn't always been I am Salt Lake on Twitter. And I used to actually run with more of the comedy circles on Twitter, um, and and because I, I thought I was funny, you know, I thought I could <laughs> post <laughs> a funny tweet and <laughs> you know everybody would, I would I retweet to the you. Yeah, you know,
0: so I think you'd be the next that Rob really Delaney. that really helped <laughs> me. I mean, you
4: know, I my tr- some of my tweets would get posted on some ba- bigger name blogs, and and you know, and uh, I'm actually surprised <laughs> at some of the people that still follow me after. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Jim Gaffigan still follows <laughs> me. Like, come <laughs> on, you know, you find my tweets that that exciting, <laughs> you know, buddy.
3: I I don't think he reads Twitter though, but uh,
4: he just posts
3: on there. So, with the podcasting network system, mm-hmm. is that helpful to you? Because I, you y- you play other people's commercials, right? Because I have I have been knowing, mm. and, and that's
4: just out of the kindness of my sure. heart, just mm-hmm. because I I love I love their show. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. I still need to create some commercials for people to put on their shows, you know, but the net, yeah, the networks are, are, they are very beneficial. Do you
3: people. have to buy into them or is it something that they invite um,
4: you to? Is un- well, since this show is censored, I can't tell the kind of things I, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Again, I'm trying to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, I <like> it. No, <laughs> y- y- they, they, the, the, mediocre radio network, I mean, they're just some friends of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, mediocre show, listen to it if you, if you haven't, great, great podcast. They're actually from Philadelphia, but their biggest listenership is in Salt Lake City. How wild is that, right? Go figure. And uh, they're they're um, we we've kind of become good friends, and uh, you know we, d- we talk a lot. And and uh, the, the, he was like, hey, I'm going to be starting up this radio network. Do you want to be part of it? We really love your show. We love Salt Lake. We love a lot of the people that you talk to. And and I said, sure, why not? What do I have to lose? And that's what's neat about that is is uh, since you know a lot of their listeners are in Salt Lake City it, it obviously and uh, they're going to listen to to my show and there's there's some other really cool podcasts on there uh there's actually one he does uh, it's obviously oblivious it's from Philadelphia as well but he d- i would say 80% of the people he has on his show are from Salt Lake hmm. you know so we kind of have joked around a little bit saying he's the original i am salt lake (laughs) podcast but uh is he the
3: one with the beard or is he the other guy Uh, well i think they all have beards one of them's got a mighty beard
4: yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah you're checking out there yeah great show great show they do it live they do it live uh but it's uh, yeah they've they've been they've been really you know uh, i doubt they're listening if they are uh thank you very much (laughs) for all your help that you guys have given given me along the way And that's another thing is there's been days, there's been weeks and uh, that I've wanted to throw the towel in, man. Why? Why? Because you ask yourself, why am I doing this? You know, you're not, especially in the beginning. I mean, you're not making any money Mm -hmm. from it. I mean, you're not, you're doing it because uh, I'll tell you right now, don't do a podcast unless you're passionate about what you're going to do it about. And you want to become an expert in that department Mm -hmm. and so it's it's frustrating because people they'll cancel on you interviews they'll Mm -hmm. cancel on you they'll give you the runaround they 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 won't show up uh, it's just it's just frustrating or you think you do you know why did that episode only get you know that many you know Mm -hmm. downloads or you know something and and so it just you start to wonder or you know you don't get an email or you don't get I- you know it's, it's nice to hear interaction from from people listening you know so but then you do get that one email and you're like uh, you know somebody emailed you up and they said hey I, I just downloaded 15 of your episodes I listened to them on a road trip uh, from California to Salt Lake and 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 I'm so stoked to be moving back there or or, or man I just love what you do this is the greatest thing ever and so you get amped for a few more days, you know. And I know that y- you f- people like that shouldn't be your reason. I mean, you need to do it for yourself. But sometimes it's nice to get a little spark and and that little bit of a smile, and you say, yeah, you know, this is this is worth it.
3: Slug magazine said that you're going to be the Larry King of Salt Lake City.
4: The lar- yeah, that was <laughs> the Larry. <laughs> Larry, you know, hey, why why not? Larry, what's wrong with Larry King? The Larry King. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> I, uh, well, besides, I'm not <laughs> that I'm not that old. First of all, no. For for people listening, I'm not I'm not Larry King's age. I'm I'm still young and chipper for anybody listening. But uh, no, yeah, they, they there was they they talked to me and they said, hey, you know, uh, they, they gave me that headline. I was just like, all right, that's cool. Yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> sure, why not? Larry <laughs> King of Salt Lake. I
3: just f- I did my homework uh, yeah. My head. yeah yeah
4: that, that was it that was a fun opportunity to get uh, interviewed by you know and that, that speaking of Slug Magazine I mean they, I grew up on Slug Magazine and so then having the opportunity to be interviewed by like that that was my roots, you know yeah. and and
0: uh, yeah I read it every week yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's
4: it's it, it I was very very honored for that you know and 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 you guys bringing me on I mean I've been on different podcasts local to people in salt lake city that's one thing i love about this city is how appreciative and how supportive they are of people doing their thing and and you know people are so quick to want to move to la or to san francisco or new york city you're just going to drown there man yeah you know you do something a little different here in salt lake you're gonna there people here are going to support you and and again back to everybody that, that has supported me along the way with in one way or another whether it's through an interview or you know having me on their podcast or uh you know a paper interview whatever whatever i i thank you and and that's that's what was all i mean two months into doing uh you know i did a i i got offered my first uh interview and and, and i was just blown away i was like two months into I mean, mean two months i had 10 episodes and ksl had me on i mean what other city would do that you know what i mean and that's and so this is my way to give something back to the city. I, I don't play rock and roll, yeah. you know, yeah. and and uh, I don't, m- you know, I don't have a fancy food truck or I don't make clothes. So, <laughs> so
0: I not not to like you know insult any of your previous guests, but what are some of your favorite shows or like what do you, what do you consider some of your best episodes? <coughs> you know, and
4: I knew you were going to ask me that because I get asked that a lot, uh, and it, it's it, it is tough because every you know you want to pretend you like everyone that you've talked to. Uh, you know, some, some of my favorite episodes, I, I, I really being able to talk to Carrie Jackson, uh, he was in this episode 70 something I think 74, if I'm not mistaken, that was he was kind of on that list of, okay, maybe one day I'll get an opportunity to talk to Carrie Jackson. Angela Brown from Slug being able to talk to her. I mean these are people that I've uh, you know looked up to and, and, and I consider to be a you know their big role and so like I mean even Ben Winslow uh, being able to sit and talk with him, I mean y- you I feel very honored that they would take time out of their busy schedule and talk with me mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and and that's what you know I- again, if you' if you do a podcast, Treat your pe- your guests with respect because they're taking time out of their busy schedule to come and talk to you. So yeah, Carrie Jackson, Angela Brown, uh, Ben Winslow. I mean, there's every everyone is. I mean, you go back to, I mean, some of my earlier episodes. I got to talk to one of the owner of Fats Grill. You know, up there in Sugar House. I mean, that was really fun, uh, really fun episode I did with a, a guy uh, Benny Raskin. Um, I don't know if you guys got an opportunity to listen to that episode by chance. We actually recorded it in Fairmont Park. Uh, we I took my gear down there, and we recorded it right there in the, in the picnic tables. We were actually hoping to get some, you know, drug addicts or homeless people on there at that time. But he does these Fairmont Park updates on, on Twitter, you know, because he walks his dog through there and talks about, oh, you know, I saw this or that, you know. So we thought it would be – but just getting to find out these people's stories, you know, and, and find out what they do I- – I- i have i have the time of my life doing it i really do it's 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 a blast and getting to meet people and 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 getting to know them and then you, you you create friendships with them you know and uh you know and i've met i've met there you know there's some other other uh people out there that do podcasts in salt lake that i've met along the way and and how else would you really meet him otherwise yeah. i mean even you guys yeah. when, when w- how would we ever hang out probably not
0: i i wouldn't recognize
4: you off the street well um. no i mean y- you mm-hmm. know we might see each other at a bar sorry i got we're a little excited there but yeah well exactly i yeah. mean we're sitting there and we find out we're both from Ventura california mm-hmm. you know well how wild is that and uh, the same hood VTN. yeah i mean <laughs> we, we might see each other at a bar but i'm not going to buy you a drink i mean you might take it the wrong way so so uh but yeah, I mean, it's it's it, it, it's cool. It's cool. It's it's been a really fun project, and and really honestly, the sky's the limit. Really, at this point, I think I figured it out a little bit how to do it. I'm still learning. I'd like to change some things. There's a few things I'm, I'm still kind of such as. Ch- well, I don't know yet. I don't know. I don't know. I because yeah. I, I haven't figured it out a hundred percent, but I, I think I think it needs something else.
0: Have you thought about like a video aspect? Do you think, or th- would that just be more of a headache? Uh, I-
4: well, it wouldn't be a headache. What I would uh, I'd actually like to do a live show where I could, you know, d- uh, d- you know, hey, uh, Salt Lake City, maybe, uh, you know, th- I don't know. I think that could be fun to do a, to do a live show. I, I'd really like to do that. I think I want to. There's
3: there's a few things I want to polish up before I do do that. Well, live. if you ever I've need a camera operator, let me know. So okay, I'll, I get I'll. get paid to do it. So. Y- yeah, I, I mean, love, th- and not that I would charge you, but that service is always out there I believe in what you're doing so well thank
4: you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah video uh,
3: I need to dabble in YouTube a little
4: bit just because I mean videos and stuff like that and live streaming. For some reason, people like to watch people. I mean, are yeah. we being recorded right now with video? Mm-hmm. Or uh, no. Only by the
3: security camera. Yeah. <laughs> oh okay, well, it is good. I wore pants
4: then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I. Johnny too. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I yeah. D- he told me. He yeah. said, "Make sure you're wearing pants." <laughs> yeah. I messaged
0: him on Facebook. We did a little Facebook chat about <laughs> pants. You know. Yeah. So what? Are, what are some of your favorite podcasts? Like, what kind of inspire you? Are you a fan of Marin? Are you? You know,
4: I, I am. <laughs> <laughs> depending on who he has on, there's there's times I I I because I. Cause I I subscribe to so many podcasts, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Actually, I kind of crashed my phone here recently, um, because I do subscribe to so many. I, 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 was like, well, I probably shouldn't be downloading every new episode that comes out of these podcasts that I listen to. Um, so yeah, uh, WTF with Mark Marin, depending on the guest, uh, the same thing with the Nerdist, uh, p- uh with Chris Hardwick, yeah. uh, depending on his guest, uh, there's, the Let's Go Eat Show—that's a local mm. show. If, if you if you listen to that, uh, that's really good. Mediocre show. I mentioned that show. Uh, there, there <laughs> there's a really good show out there called The Internet uh, with Scott the Pool Boy. Great, great, uh, great premise behind this podcast. It doesn't inspire me by any means. Is he it? he surfs chat roulette. <laughs> You know those yeah. those chat websites and just finds really creepy people to talk to. Oh, nice. Really it did it did bizarre. Uh, that so uh, let's see what else. A, a lot of storytelling. There's there's one. Uh, it's called Risk. That's kind of a storytelling uh, podcast. People kind of sharing stories. Uh, the Moth. You know uh, This American Life. Radio Lab, mm-hmm. You know th- a lot of the the, the popular uh, common ones. Gosh, my mind always goes blank. I should should pull out my you know geek show from time to time. I, I will listen to that podcast uh, from time to time. I will listen to uh, it's called uh, Big Pop Fun with Tom Wilson. Uh, it's it's actually uh, Biff from yeah. uh, from from uh, Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Yeah. And it's funny because I discovered this podcast and I'm like, man, I'm listening to quite a few. Other, I'm like, man, that voice just sounds so familiar. Yeah. And I wasn't really—I didn't really put a lot together. You know, Tom was. Wait a minute, that's what you do from Back to the Future. Right. So, because he's so a comedian. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's that's a really really cool podcast.
3: He was in studio with O and A when they broke the Anthony Weiner photo. Really. And he was so mad that his name was attached to it. Huh. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'm al- I'm always searching for them, and and sometimes I go on a hiatus of listening to a podcast. Uh, there's another w- Keith and the Girl. I don't know if you ever listen to that one, but they put out a show every day, and so that gets kind of hard to keep up with. Mm-hmm.
3: But um, is it because they're not that good, or dude? I
4: only got so many hours to listen in a day. Mm-hmm.
3: You know? uh, see, that's what gets me with podcasters, people that listen to podcasts, to people that listen to radio, because. People that like radio will listen to Steve Zabin who's a sport radio he does five days three hours a week mm-hmm. so 15 hours of radio and he has a die hard following o and a 20 hours a week but die do hard. they listen
4: to him at work while they're at work maybe see that's
3: where you yeah. get and that's where a up. lot
4: of podcasters when mm-hmm. they when they're when they the language they use mm-hmm. you can't listen to them if you're say at, at a job when you've got ten people around you yeah so, you know, that is a downfall of saying naughty words, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, d- I, I do have a headphone or, you know, I, I near but near a lot. I, I do find myself instead of watching TV, I'll listen to a podcast instead. You know, yeah. why not? But, yeah, you you are right about it. But, but I don't know. You and your long podcasts, I don't know.
3: I, I'm a big fan. I'm yeah. a lonely boy, sir. <laughs> I just three hours. That's ridiculous. You don't think it'd work, huh?
4: Well, I mean, Joe Rogan makes it work for yeah. three hours, but I, s- I unsubscribed to him a long time ago yeah, because too. of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's the you same g- guest. You over can only hour. listen to so much information about muscles and protein <laughs> powder and, <laughs> and vitamins. <laughs> Yeah. So brain pills. You know. Yeah, you know, but I mean, sorry, Joe, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I love you, buddy, but <laughs> your podcasts are too long. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's it's fun. I got to get you guys on the show. Yeah. I'll find out about you guys. I'll pick your guys's brain.
3: Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be really cool. You're making changes. You got a homeless-themed uh, show that you're. Well, gonna be doing I'm doing working. On, I'm working on it. I'm mm-hmm. working
4: on. It. I, I got to get the first one to finished up.
3: You're going to try to get that done before winter, or are you going to keep a winter theme on? Uh, I don't know yet.
4: Mm-hmm. I, 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 you, you talk to some homeless people, and they don't give you a good story, so you kind of have to s- <laughs> not use it. Wait,
0: mm-hmm. What's not a good story? Like They're just like, eh, it's cheaper than paying rent. Like, what, like no, you, you <laughs> would be
4: surprised how many homeless people in Salt Lake really start push religion on you. Uh. It's very weird. And so, uh, nothing wrong with that, but it's like, I'm here to talk to you. I don't want to buy your pamphlet or your newspaper yeah, that they you're they selling. Did. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and, and so that gets difficult. Or they just tell you some sad story about how they, all their kids died and they have nobody. I mean, I, I guess that's interesting. But, no, so I, I don't know. I'm, you're I'm looking for the one with charisma. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You're looking for the train wreck? I don't know what I'm looking at. The day half day. the time, I don't know what I'm looking for. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, I, I want to. G- I don't know. I got ideas too. With, with not. Uh, I don't know. I can't spill too much information. You know, mm. you know you that that's half the fun for me is to kind of announce, boom, the big episode, boom. Yeah, episode one hundred on Thursday. It'll be on iTunes. How I exciting d- is that? You know how exciting it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna get really. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna drink a lot that <laughs> night. <and laughs> get silly. You should. I like to drink, uh, beer. Or uh, beer is good. Yeah. I get thirsty too, so <laughs> I, I I dabbled in did. some wine lately. I don't know what it is, but I do like some wine it from time to time. Like like, like, like a
0: way. box, a fine box wine, or like do you go
4: to the bottle. Like what are you looking for? Yeah, well you it's it's, it's in a glass, <laughs> man, and it tastes good. <laughs> no, I mean for a little while, but. No, I, I'm not really in. Uh, y- yeah, it's a good squatters beer. We'll leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll leave it there yeah. at squatters beer since we're in Utah. I
3: heard on a other episode you're talking about uh, starting to brew your own beer. Oh, on?
4: geez, that's like a dream of mine. Kind of yep. like you know, as a young boy, you wanted a Lamborghini car. You know, you, you're you're like, a, and then when you become a grown man, you you say, Wow, I, I can brew beer and I can <laughs> have it. In my house, whenever (laughs) I want, I can have gallons of beer. I mean, that's like a childhood fantasy come true. So, yeah, I'd love to brew beer. But my biggest fear of doing that Mm. is dropping a lot of money. And then the boxes sit in the corner of my apartment. And I don't do anything with it. You You can give it to your
0: guests when they (laughs) come over. Yeah.
4: I mean, (laughs) that could become problems when you start drinking (laughs) on an episode. Because... Just trust me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's good you guys aren't allowed to have <laughs> alcohol here on, on, your in your studio, because yeah. it can cause problems. What do you mean? What do I mean? Yeah.
3: <laughs> what kind of problems? Are y- besides. Forgetting. No, it, I, I'm just. <laughs> There's plenty of problems. Yeah,
4: Alcohol and microphones and recording. And trying to stay clean is very difficult. You know, all of our lives aren't (laughs) simple, so some of us kind of share a little too much, (laughs) especially when you get a little alcohol in your system.
0: So do you still seek out guests, or do they hit you up first? Like, how does that work? Uh,
4: I do still seek them out, absolutely, especially the people that I want to talk to. But I do get quite a few people that do email me and, uh, you know, I don't know if that's if that's how you're supposed to do it or not. You know, I I, that was kind of, you know, uh, my hopes that I I would just be contacted left and right because I figured, hey, if they're contacting me, they want to be on the show because everybody doesn't want to get behind a microphone just because I do doesn't mean the next person does. So. It's a, it's a mixture of both. I'm kind of always trying to search uh, for things, and and it is tough because I I, I do get booked out very far. Um, it's tough when somebody contacts me and they're like, "Oh, I'm doing this event in two weeks. Can we come on your podcast?" And <laughs> I'm like, "I'm sorry, but I mean, I I <laughs> and I and maybe I should push some stuff around, but even the people." I- A podcast is is, it's an interesting medium because a you I don't mind promoting events. But at the same time, I like that evergreen content where it is relevant at any given time. Like, I mean, even the SLC Carnival that we had, you know, I had Chris and Andrew on. It's still going to be an interesting episode to listen to two years down the road because you find out about them as comedians you know, if, if we were to just get on and, and that was all we talked about, oh, let's run down the lineup and let's run. Nobody's going to want to listen to that in two years. Yeah. But that's the beauty of podcasts is they're constantly available. So, yeah, I mean, I'm searching it out trying to find, you know, what the next big thing is. And I try to look in advance a little bit and uh, find out what events maybe are two months down the road, three months down the road. Facebook is a great tool for me to find people. Mm-hmm. Twitter has been good too. I mean, we became buddies yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, I mean we're 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 BFFs now. We <laughs> <Yeah>. we're <laughs> favoriting and retweeting. Yeah, I throw and you some retweets every now. <laughs> and then. <laughs> <and> yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, you, you've been you've been nice, and I appreciate. It. I meant to tell you that. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, no, I'm all about it. Like it's well, you know, it's a product I believe in. You know, yeah, And that's what it all comes down to. I mean, that's that's one of the reasons why I, you know I wanted you on the show is because I love your show. Like this is. Like, the Jay Whitaker episode was great. The Guy Sidel episode was he great. He was on twice. Jay yeah. Whitaker
4: was on twice. He yeah. was a great pr- a great comedian. Yeah, great yeah. Comedian. We
0: had Jay on. Uh, we're hopefully, I'll have him on again sometime. Yeah. I love Jay.
4: But yeah, Guy Side And Andy Gold was on yeah. the show. He's a great comedian. Steve Solberg.
3: All of them have been on the show, too. Yeah. 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 Or just taking your show and yeah. we're, we're, we're stealing your ideas <laughs> that's why you were asking me the question <laughs> you were asking <laughs> me <laughs> you want to steal
4: hey. I'll sell it to you for a cheap
3: price. I got five bucks, bud.
4: One thousand dollars, and you can own the entire <laughs> <laughs> the name, yeah, everything. The, the, <laughs> the name. <yeah>. No, I'm <laughs> a.
3: i am really embrace your championship, dude. I'm, I'm.
4: I'm <laughs> surprised I got the domain name. Iamsaltlake.com. How's <laughs> how, a great name? How did I pull that off? Right, the domain name. Yeah. I mean, how did somebody else not have that website?
3: Do you get contention with that name? As in people saying. How can he call himself Salt Lake? I'm Salt Lake. Well, no, no, no. I mean, yeah. okay,
4: th- that's the behind ev- the name. Everybody's Salt Lake. Yeah. Like, okay, so, I mean, a, 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 and I should have have this on, you know, the end of every episode. Do something like, I am Ben Winslow, and I am Salt Lake, yeah. and, you know, I am Jay Whitaker, and I am Salt Lake. Yeah, like, I mean, because that's, like, I'm not saying I'm Salt Lake and nobody else is. Uh-huh. We all are Salt Lake City, they you know, so we, we're all... Because that's the idea behind it is we're all a contributing factor. Mm-hmm. We don't realize it. You know, you might be inspiring somebody. You might be inspiring. We all inspire somebody, you know. Uh, again, it goes back to uh, farmer's market. You know, you see all the people down there at Pioneer Park on Saturdays. And uh, you see that 13-year-old that kid uh, walking along and uh, sees a craft being made. And, and i got to make it, you know. And uh, you inspire people. You don't realize that y- if you weren't in Salt Lake City, how many lives wouldn't be affected. You know, you're people are pe- changing lives every day. Mm-hmm. And so we make up the city. We are Salt Lake, you know. So that's it's kind of the name. I'm not saying I'm the only Salt Lake City <laughs> person. <laughs> I don't know. But it's fun. It's fun. So, yeah, I am Salt Lake dot com is the website. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if we mentioned that yet.
0: Uh, we you know, we're okay. headed towards the end though, aren't we? Yeah. Just, yeah,
4: oh yeah, let's yeah, mention everything Yeah, oh every yeah. we're we're almost uh, it's time to get kicked out of here. <laughs> uh, I gotta go home um and watch some T V. Nice. No, uh dot is a website, I am Lake on Twitter. Facebook is just Facebook dot com slash I am salt lake, uh Pinterest, I am Lake. I sadly I am on. P- I, I should. Use yeah, I was Pinterest. just gonna say, you have a Pinterest. <laughs> no, I, I should use Pinterest. Yeah, is more. that the key? Pinterest. <laughs> no, uh, to get to the ladies. To get to the ladies.
0: Uh, you got all the angles covered. Yeah. You really are Salt Lake. You've got <laughs> <Yeah>. every <everything>. uh, <laughs> No, and then,
4: and then I'm on iTunes, uh, Stitcher Radio. If you if you aren't an iTunes fan, download the Stitcher Radio app, search for I Am Salt Lake, uh, listen to your podcast that way mediocre radio network mediocre that you can be found at mediocre radio dot com and listen to all those podcasts on there too because they're great as well and uh let's see is that it oh i do have a uh, uh twitter we mentioned twitter yeah, yeah. Mentioned right? twitter so yeah. Uh, thank you very much guys no thank you we for appreciate coming on your uh kindness. you guys got you guys got a great thing here Smells better in my apartment, so (laughs) if people are listening that have come on to my show, you're going to want to come on this one instead because it's a lot nicer.
3: Well, we, as you said, thank you to us. We really do thank you for coming in here. It was a big get for us in our eyes. Oh, well, thank you.
0: I I got a little giddy when you followed me on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Did you? Yeah, I got pretty excited. Because, like, I listen to your show, like, because I commute uh, every day to the U through the track, Uh so I would listen to it in my ear, and, like, it's just pretty cool, like, you know, having you here, getting to know you, getting to know the man
4: behind the mic, like it's cool. The man behind the mic. You know, I was, I was nervous. I was afraid. I wanted to start interviewing you guys. <laughs> That's what I was afraid of. Yeah,
3: so I was. We were going to make sure that didn't happen. Yeah. So because because we w- didn't want to steal from you. Mm. Yeah. But anytime you want to interview, um, I know I'm down. I'm sure Johnny's down to. I'd like give to you do
4: one-on-one on one interviews sure? with you. You know, take yeah. you apart and find Definitely. out your story. I'm afraid that way, you guys' stories don't match up. <laughs> we are so polar opposite. Oh. It's, it's no, you know, no, I don't well, know. S- kind of like a need. cop does, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you over yeah, here, so you over yeah. here. You know, but uh.
3: anytime, yeah, anytime. Well, thank you very much, uh, DJ Strelasia, for yeah. We, we didn't even let her talk. Yeah, I'm her sorry, b- her mic. We're having yeah. technical difficulties with the, the her
0: mic for some reason. Yeah, we have a XLR cable that's uh, going out on us, and so, yeah, we got to get under the table and replace <laughs> it. Yeah.
3: And there's no time because. We're what are we we're growing 15 hours live every day, seven days a week at mm-hmm. KU Radio, which you can hear at kyu. Mm-hmm. So you can uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Johnny McKeon.
0: That's Johnny M C K E O N. You can follow Sasha at Mister underscore Bloom. That's B L U M E. And Sasha, you want to give the mic to DJ Shillasia? So sure.
3: S H I L L A S I A N. That's your Twitter.
0: Awesome, awesome thank you guys for listening and uh, we'll uh, see
4: you later later alligator
3: that was such a great interview <laughs> well the only discredit is that dj fallasia didn't get enough airtime.
0: yeah that's you know due to the mic issue she wasn't really able to chip in and chime in so you know once again i want to give a shout out to miss voice of god F- fallasia <laughs> I, I keep wanting to say faluja Fallujah.
3: faluja Fallujah.
0: <laughs> yeah but you should definitely listen to her show it's um I keep wanting to say The Missing Link. I know it's fill-in-the-blank. Yes. It's from uh, it's Tuesdays from 5 to 8 p.m. Yes. here on KU Radio. And Mr. Doom and Gloom
3: himself is a part of that crew. I am. We have a fantastic chemistry on the radio. And uh, the hours go by so quick. We uh, have really broken down the fourth wall of what's acceptable <laughs> on the radio. We talk everything from sexuality to psychological issues. Sociology. She wants to be an aspiring serial killer, so we're trying to get her through that.
0: I want to bring on John Ronson's The Psychopath Test and have us all take it on air.
3: Well, she she actually got really mad at me about this. Really? uh, Yesterday from 5 to 8 o'clock. I said, hey, we need a mediator for me to take this test. And she goes, well, I'm the only sociopath in this building. (laughs) I should take it. So, apparently, we need to find a new mediator. And I'll do it. She wants to... T- well, you need to be part of the test, sir. Ugh, fine. We'll find someone else. Oh, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying that for? Whatever.
0: Son? Whatever to make it work. Okay. Whatever to make it work. Fine,
3: if that's how you feel about yeah, it. Yeah, that's,
0: uh, that's exactly <laughs> how I feel about it, Sasha. I appreciate it. Um, we do need to go to break. Yeah, we're over the limit here. Yeah, so... Um,
3: Enjoy, people. Yep.
2: <laughs> You're
0: ruining
2: my gym.
3: <laughs> I <am laughs> My soul hurts, sir. I do not appreciate this. I don't find it amusing. This is old Radio. This is not a uh, Taylor Swift. That's not even her real name. She doesn't even have the authenticity to use her own last What's name. What's her
0: real name? Who cares? How do you know that's not her real name?
3: Right You've been doing your research on Taylor Swift? I am right now.
0: You've been Googling her? Uh, I've been Googling but her. I, just, I almost said I want to check your browser history, but then I changed so my so mind.
3: People tweet me. Let me know if it's acceptable to play Taylor Swift. He's encouraged me to play In Sync.
0: No, whoa, you brought up InSync. Backstreet NSYNC. Boys. You brought up Backstreet Boys. I didn't.
3: You want some Color Me Bad, too? Actually, yeah. yeah. Uh, Color Me Bad's good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know me i like the old school I stuff. sex me up oh boy johnny <laughs> i like the old school i don't stuff. like it i don't i don't that's fine we will never play taylor swift again
3: maybe we'll fair maybe that's all we'll play i'm fine with it that makes too. me angry like i my heart had rage underneath it like in between beats it was like, a, like what makes you so angry about it there i don't hear talent i don't hear the talent in the voice it's a mechanical song it's a it's a It's a synthetic song. Should I
0: play it on a record player? Would that maybe
3: mitigate some of this? I think the best way to play it would be in a vehicle going 150 miles an hour with no human in it. Let's put a crash test dummy in it crash it into a wall. What is the purpose of this up. experiment? So it goes away. So there's <laughs> one less copy on this damn
0: planet. That's how you take uh, music off the internet, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you put it in a car with a crash test dummy, I guess. <laughs> oh, I'd
3: be more vulgar if I weren't on student radio. Yep, but yep, I, yep. I don't I don't hear it. I don't get it. Uh, Song's a hit. Who, Who's her producer? Do you know?
0: Nope. I don't really know anything. That's the only Taylor Swift song I've ever heard in my life. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I only played it because it's you know, people but like it. You exercise to it, right? No, not to this song. Okay.
3: <laughs> First <laughs> of all, I can exercise <laughs> to whatever I want. Yeah, that's but kind it's of not the that. Downfalls of our freedom in this society. Her name's
0: Taylor Allison Swift.
3: Huh. So okay, she should change her name. Taylor Bloom, I like that. Taylor Bloom? <laughs> She's twenty three years old. So I was I've been told by DJ Falasia I can date seniors. She's five ten. She's really tall. I'm taller than her. No, you're not. I'm 5'11". You're not 5'11". Sure, yeah. No, you're not. That's what my driver's license says. Well, your driver's license <laughs> is
0: wrong. My driver's license says I'm 6'3". I'm nowhere near that tall. Yeah, that's a federal
3: offense for lying.
0: I didn't lie. The lady put it.
3: <laughs> you can't even fill out your own paperwork. No, she did it. Not me. Uh, you got me in such a bad mood now, Oh, sir. Sasha, <laughs> when aren't you in a bad mood? That's the question. <laughs> There's a
0: reason I call you doom and gloom. <laughs>
3: yeah, because it <laughs> rhymes and you can't think of anything funny. I can think of plenty of things funny, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> so
0: Sasha, what we got going on, man?
3: Uh, well, we're trying to rebound a little bit. Yeah. We are. We are supposed to have a great friend in today, but he's very busy.
0: Yeah, Guy Sadel was supposed to stop by the studio. We're having a little bit of issue with that. We um, we're on standby. <laughs> so we're gonna end it out a little bit early today. Um, the, the studio's been acting funny, so let's <laughs> just uh.
2: <laughs> Don't need were trouble when you walked in so shame on me now blew
4: me to places I've never been till you put me